0: All right, guys, this is Derek Soto. We're going to talk a little bit in shop. And today we're going to talk about choosing uh, your market. OK, you might have chosen a market. You might hate it. OK, and uh, my advice to you is that if you hate what you're doing, stop it. And I know that that sounds like, well, well, Derek, I put so much work into it. Don't fall for the sunk cost fallacy. Tell me how long life is. It's short, right? Stop doing stuff you hate. If you have a big agency and you're running 4,000 people and you get to keep $4 at the end of the year because you have all these expenses, might not be the funnest thing for you, okay? Or if you do mountains of paperwork because you don't trust anybody, that's a youth problem, right? Because you have to learn how to trust people, okay? So maybe running a big thing isn't for you if you can't let go of that, not trusting people factor. you might have to run a smaller operation, like a solo operation, okay? And sometimes you can actually take home more doing it that way. Or having a, a lean team with some really good talent. So if you have a, a nice talent pool, pull your best guys and girls and uh cut the rest, unfortunately. But that's fortunately, in a way, because... You know, let them have the opportunity to work for a person that can handle them, okay, and that enjoys the business they're doing. What's the point of making a business business if you don't like it okay I would say as an entrepreneur you gotta you gotta like your business. you're not gonna always love it, and there's gonna be any business you choose you're gonna there's gonna be frustrations, but overall you gotta like your business and you gotta like your business model you know, nay, love your business model and love what you do and have frustrating times along the way, but overall, love the journey. The most important part of your tombstone is the dash between the day you were born and the day you die, the dash, that's the journey, son, right? So at the end of the day, guys, the bottom line is, you know, you you have to this is the balance so if you haven't picked a niche congratulations is good for you because think about the different problems you can solve for people for example i could solve the problem of how to help people to get higher quality leads on their calendar like leads that are pretty much closed or are closed you know and when you get on the phone with them, it's just kind of working out the details and stuff like that. So very pre-closed, hot, warm leads, not even warm leads, but toasty leads. Right. Whereas a lot of people have to deal with like crappy leads. You know, that's a huge problem that a lot of companies have is they just, they, they burn so much ad dollars on leads and here's one of the problems why is because they they invite them onto a call too fast no nurturing no no like and trust it's just hop on the phone immediately as soon as you can and they run the numbers game and that's just you know it's not a good way to do it okay um but if you run one of those boiler room type scenarios, you make the numbers work. And congratulations for you. Um, is it a good customer experience? No, not not even the slightest if we're honest with each other, okay? Just because something works and pumps out tons of cash does it mean it's the best thing or brings any kind of enjoyment. No, right? So there's different kinds of way to make money. And if you're only conditioned that, well, I have to run a boiler room type scenario and just pump as many calls into the calendar as I can and play the numbers game, then you have these weird beliefs that you have to let go, right? You can make a lot more money with a lot less appointments because you're talking to the right people and you won't need as many people because you won't have as many calls, but the calls you do get, instead of wasting 5,000 calls that are useless, or 500 calls a day that are useless, you might get 10 calls that are lay downs a day, right? Or, or 8 out of 10, you know? And if you're selling high ticket, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever, you're doing great as opposed to whatever you're doing now, you know, for less money, you know? So guys, like, you know, um, and then there's the conundrum of like, well, you know, if you're dealing, which type of businesses you're dealing with, if you're dealing with bigger companies, they're sitting their ways, they think they know everything, right? Um, And when you consult with these companies, it's such a pain because they just don't want to change anything and You know, you have to go through red tape and there's reluctance along the whole way. And it's like, why did you even hire me? You know, and you just want to quit as a consultant because they're not listening to you. Right. And so that's why it's good to find people that are hungry and they haven't made it yet. You know, they're not seven figures yet. But, you know, they're six-figure or six-figure-ish, you know? They're hungry enough where they're, you know, they're, they're in the beginning of their six-figure journey or they're approaching six figures, right? You know, these, these are good people because they don't think they know everything, right? Their, their egos aren't the size of Montana, and uh, you can actually talk to these people, and they're more open-minded about stuff, and they're more willing to listen to things and try stuff. And uh, that goes back, you know, to the Jason Moffat thing. You know, I like to give credit where credit is due. And that, that finding the calves, it's a very good thing. Reason why, like, it's, it's just a quality of lead that's better, like... Unless you're selling some crazy expensive thing where the calves can't afford it. If you're selling a whales, then, you know, have fun with it, you know. And you can make a lot of money doing it, okay. But just no matter what you're selling, just make sure that you enjoy what you're doing. You know, say you're working with beginners. Yeah, you can sell them a $2,000 thing. But the work required to get them get results and the, I mean, my gosh, like, oh, uh, and then the, the rate of non-success is so high. It is just awful. You're going to, and they're going to blame you because that's the kind of people they are. Low ticket people are the worst. Okay. And I'm just speaking to you from a marketing perspective, like. I've never worked so hard to make a $97 sale or $37 sale in my life, you know? Um, and then when you get, like, a $7,000 sale, it takes five minutes or $5,000 so five minutes. Like, you know what I mean? It's just selling to people that have no money is a nightmare scenario, A, for many reasons, okay? A, because they don't have any money. B they're very picky. C, they're gonna complain the most. D, they're gonna need a lot of hand holding and attention. Okay. And then E or whatever letter we're on now, they're gonna complain anyway after you do all that work for them. And F they're going to do chargebacks and refund the most. And H they're just a pain and are inconsiderate. And just continue on the list of horrible reasons why it's not good to work with beginners unless you're your passion. How I recommend you work with beginners is you give them everything for free. There's no strings attached and you sell high ticket and that just subsidizes your free content that you put out to to get traffic And, uh, but most of the free stuff you put out is going to be bait for the, for the mid tier, the, the calves, the whales, stuff like that. Right. So you're not wasting your time with, you know, let, let other people, there's so much beginner stuff online. You don't need to get involved with all that. You know, I'm all about the high ticket for a reason. It's not because I don't like people that don't have money. It's just, they're such a pain in so many ways, and to get them a quick win, it's hard, you know, you want people that have proven track records of working hard, when someone is nearing six figures, or is in the six figure region, they've worked hard, they've proven it, right, and that's very important, right, it's, it's hugely important because they're like, you can, you can see like, okay, this person, they're a calf. They're, a, they're a player. They, they want to be a whale. They want to do good. They're trying. They're making an effort. Right. So working with these people, they, they, they work, they implement, they do things. The proofs in the pudding, guys. Have you ever heard that phrase? The poofs the proofs in the pudding. Well, it is, you know, and I love pudding, you know, But the thing is, guys, look, okay, I just, I find working with beginners off-putting, but when you look at people that are in the middle, right, six-figure-ish, you know, getting there or in there or, you know, low sevens, you know, the higher you go, the compliance just drops and, 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 you know, just, it really depends on the person, but you know, at the end of the day, like, and, and, and I, you know, a study of one means nothing. So, you know, just cause I've had certain experiences with people, it doesn't mean that yours will be the same, but what I found is that a sweet spot is five grand or above is is really healthy for you, just for your own mental sanity. Because people will actually listen to you. They're good clients. They care. They hard, They're hard workers. They don't have a lot of time because they're busy already. So they don't have to. They won't bother you. They don't need a lot of hand holding. They know how to delegate. You can sell your course as a thing that they can delegate to someone on their team, so they don't even have to. You know, when you're selling it, they don't have to do. They don't have to touch it. They can just hand it off to one of their employees and just make it ABC, paint by numbers to implement, right? Uh, Because they're gonna be too busy to do it themselves. You know what I mean? Most of the time, and so that's just, just the best way to do it. And then just have like you know, you can have support and questions for when people have it. Have really awesome customer support right um and just be able to answer questions as quick as you can and and there's and i admire markers to have these i remember listening to one marker they had a goal of like being able to like answer uh questions in less than four minutes you know any 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 customer service questions like answer immediately as fast as you can the better um having the best customer service is the best um Because who wants to work with anybody else? If you offer, even if your product is not the best as your competitors, if your customer service rocks and people go the extra mile for you, it's going to be hard to go from that to a company that you're paying less for and, but their customer service is non-existent or they, a lot of companies just don't understand customer service. Let's put it that way. Okay. They just don't get it. You know, and they don't think that's worth investing in. And they're just, you know, they're uneducated when it comes to the full chess board of business. You know, yeah, you can make a lot of money having crappy customer service, but you don't understand the chessboard, and you're not playing your best chess game. Okay, you're not thinking long term. And that's a you problem. But at the end of the day, like if you understand the chess board and you understand how important customer service is, then you're playing the long game. Okay? Congratulations, you've graduated to it. But think about you know, just cuz you can solve certain problems, think about how much how hard is it going to be to deliver the result? And the best thing to do is to sell answers to um, you know, to people that are already movers and shakers, people that already take action they already have active businesses that make them money because they don't need a lot of handholding and they only need little bits of information see see someone that's successful you know or or pretty successful like they don't need a lot of hand-holding. They just need to, like, go to a specific part of a course. They don't need to go through every part of it. They're going to go through one part of it, and then they can make a million dollars off of a sentence that you tell them, you know? And that's, that's kind of how, like, masterminds work is. It's not a course or any new stuff or anything like that. It's just, well, hey, well, this is how I did this. Oh, that's a cool angle at how you did that cool thing. You know, and that one thing, that one little phrase, they can go home and make a few million dollars off of it, okay? And so very low-maintenance, high value that you can deliver to people because when it comes to the higher-end spectrum, especially if you can land some whales and they listen to you or even some uh, good-sized calves and, and they have them listen to you, you know? Um, the results are just going to be amazing and you're going to be able to help them to get the quick win easier because they're actually going to do the work. Right. And so you give them a piece of advice. They don't just hang up and be like, well, I hope it happens. Like then they make it happen and they'll do it that day, you know, or that week, if not that day. Right. And so, you know, just, just, people that are successful online understand that speed money loves speed and things online change all the time and so that's why you see a lot of different kinds of courses and things people are really hammering their list with different angles you know how you feel about just smacking your list over the head with a million different kind of offers But there's a sneaky little way to do it Which is to put an awesome email And then Make a clear little ad section On the bottom of your email Where you put not only links To like little offers you have And stuff like that But you also have links to your social media And stuff like that It's very non-intrusive And it's expected And if they see every email They get it But in the email, you're offering some good meat for them to chew on, right? And you're giving them some cool free stuff, you know? And so again, like beginners, they're gonna, you're gonna have a lot more unsubscribes and all this other stuff because they want the world sent to them in an email. And, you know, intermediate to advanced marketers, they don't need that. They just need that little juicy tidbit, So I'd make her email short, you know, three lines, space, three lines, space, three lines, max, sign off, line, soft offer, links to your social media stuff, whatever, okay? Um, And at the end of the day, like, if – and and practice – like maximizing, like I talked about the band Placebo, when they write lyrics, they pack the meaning of punch in as few words as possible. Practice doing that. Here's the thing, guys, you're people that, if you're selling to intermediary to high-level marketers, they don't have time to sit there and read chapter 432 of your email, okay? Make it pithy. Make it short and valuable at the same time you know give them a nugget one nugget per email one piece of gold one thing they're like oh wow there we go that's the thing you know or that's a pretty sweet idea yeah let me try that you know something that punches hard you know and it can take some time to sit there and and write it Because you have to figure out how to write it in a way that's just real short, right? And hits to the point. And when you're selling to intermediary to high-level marketers, you know, stop with the goofy gimmicks and all this other stuff. You know, unless it's something cool, you know, that marketers would appreciate, you know, because we like cool little headlines and stuff if you think of something clever try it give it a whirl you know but at the end of the day i, I definitely would kind of just get to the point of you know get down to brass tax you don't want to waste people's time if if people think if you condition them that your emails are going to waste their time they're not going to open them you see business owners are busy especially the good ones that can afford to pay you real money for stuff Okay, to solve big, hairy problems. And you get a big, hairy check to solve a big, hairy problem. Well, you have to keep in mind the kind of person they are. You know, if you send an email to someone, you want to make sure you're not wasting their time. So be very respectful of time because people that make a lot of money, they've learned to value their time. It's the most it it is the most valuable commodity to them. All right, so we understand that so at the end of the day, we know time is our most valuable com- commodity, so write short emails and give a solid golden nugget in that email and if you condition your readers that that's what you do, then they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, yep." I'm gonna get something good out of this and it's gonna take me four seconds to get it. How do I not open that email? I'm gonna I don't wanna I don't wanna miss out on the nugget, you know? You don't want that fear of loss. Fear of loss is a bigger driver than the prospect of gain. Right? So you want people to FOMO into your emails and read it. All right. So anyway, we've gone off a lot of tangents and talked about stuff and things. So anyway, we'll talk soon and God bless.